These heroes are bringing the heat to the kitchen. Land, sea, and air, we fight everywhere. And when they go low, we find the light. The book came from people asking for guidance. When you get to those low emotional places, it's hard to find your light. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, April 25th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. It was a bad day for cable news anchors, specifically two of them. Fox News announced Monday morning that it has parted ways with Tucker Carlson, whose last show was Friday. In a statement, Fox News thanked the conservative host and Donald Trump supporter for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor. Carlson's primetime slot will be filled by an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. And CNN anchor Don Lemon revealed on social media that the network where he's worked for 17 years fired him. His post read, quote, I was informed by my agent this morning that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I loved at the network. CNN chairman and CEO Chris Licht soon followed up with the company's official statement, which read, quote, CNN and Don have parted ways. Don will forever be a part of the CNN family, and we thank him for his contributions over the past 17 years. After eight seasons, literally hundreds of masturbation jokes and countless tiny talking penises, Netflix's body animated coming-of-age comedy Big Mouth will come to an end. The streamer announced Monday that the Emmy-winning hit created by Andrew Goldberg, Nick Kroll, Mark Levin, and Jennifer Flackett was renewed for its seventh and eighth seasons, with the eighth to serve as its final. HBO has confirmed four actors have joined the cast of House of the Dragon Season 2 in new roles. Simon Russell Beale, Freddie Fox, Gail Rankin, and Abu Bakar Salim. Beale has been cast as Sir Simon Strong, the castellan of Harrenhal and great-uncle to Lord Laris Strong. Fox joins as Sir Gwen Hightower, son of Otto Hightower, brother to Queen Alicent, and uncle to King Aegon, Queen Helena, and Prince Amond. Rankin and Salim will play Alice Rivers and Alan of Hull, respectively. Rivers is described as a healer and resident of Harrenhal, while Alan is a sailor in the Valerian fleet who served in the Stepstones campaign. Prime Video announced Monday that Brian Cox, who plays the foul-mouthed Logan Roy on Succession, will portray a character called The Controller on the streamer's upcoming competition show, 007's Road to a Million. The series will find contestants competing in teams of two on a global adventure to win up to one million pounds. 007's Road to a Million is filmed in iconic Bond locations, including the Scottish Highlands, Venice, and Jamaica. 007's Road to a Million will launch on Prime Video later this year. Comedian and Curb Your Enthusiasm co-star Richard Lewis announced on Sunday that he has Parkinson's disease and will be retiring from stand-up comedy. In a video posted to Twitter, Lewis revealed that he just wrapped season 12 of HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, then proceeded to give fans an update on his health, recounting four surgeries over the past three years and explaining, quote, On top of all of that, two years ago I started walking a little stiffly. I was shuffling my feet. I went to a neurologist and they gave me a brain scan and I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Lewis says he isn't retiring from show business as he's focused on writing and acting. 
For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Two old friends are talking love, light, and laughter on our number three pick today. The new Netflix special, The Light We Carry, Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey, was filmed at the last stop on Michelle Obama's 2022 tour for her best-selling book, The Light We Carry, Overcoming in Uncertain Times. The former first lady sits down with Oprah to discuss how she finds her light in such dark times and gives tips and advice on how we can all lead our lives with positivity and love. Here's a preview. The woman who needs no introduction for real, Michelle Obama! The book came from people asking for guidance. When you get to those low emotional places, it's hard to find your life. No ego, where we go. Start with the thing that is small, control what you can. That's right. We have to be honest about real marriage and the work that it takes to build a life with another person. It's like all hashtag relationship goals. And I'm like, I was mad at him in that picture. Because I was built for greatness. Did all of your friends make the cut once you went to the White House? Nope. I remember you said lost oxygen, couldn't make the climb. Yeah. And that's why your kitchen table of friends is so important. Yes. It's where you felt safe. You got rejuvenated at that table. The light we carry is in all of us. It's our responsibility to share that light. Going high begets more of it. That's why we do it. I was built for greatness. I'm going to tell the story of when you met my kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. It's not in the book, but... Um, see, I wasn't going to tell that story. I didn't know I could tell that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, we're also getting a never-before-heard story that's not in Obama's book about the first time Oprah met her close group of friends. You can watch the inspiring conversation, The Light We Carry, Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey on Netflix now. And by the way, if you missed her tour, all of the conversations that Obama had on stage with her celebrity friends are now available on Audible via The Light Podcast. It's trivia time. John Mulaney is back on Netflix with his new special, Baby J. More on that in just a bit. But before he put on four stand-up specials and won his Emmy, Mulaney got his big break on SNL. He was a writer for four years and created tons of well-known characters, including which one of these? Stefan, Miss Rafferty, or Gilly? Stick around for the answer. We are saluting our troops in our next pick, Chopped Military Salute. Each episode of the new five-part Chopped Tournament will feature chefs from one of the military branches, Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines, starting tonight with the Navy. Now, they will show off their cooking knowledge and experiences from their travels around the world with three rounds, appetizer, entree, and dessert, using, as always, the top-secret mystery basket of ingredients. And they're going to have to impress the judges, Scott Conant, Cliff Crooks, Alex Guarnaschelli, Mark Murphy, and Air Force veteran Sonny Anderson. Here's a preview. What I think is interesting about Navy's chefs is the lion's share of them are usually under the water. They don't have fresh ingredients unless they dock, so they know what to do with that pantry to make it shine. 
Seth, do you feel the Navy has been good prep for you to be here today? Uh, it has. I normally work on a submarine, so I'm used to small kitchens. I've cooked all around the world, so I like to pull from Mediterranean, Asian, and Mexican flavors. I'm watching Seth over here on his station. He has chopped up the brazala. Uh-huh. Looks like the shrimp. The brazala, which is the salty vibe. Super lean. 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 Yeah, but it's still got this super beefy richness. Are you making a shrimp cake? I am. Well, after each branch has its chance to name a chopped winner, in the finale, the winner of each branch will come together for a cook-off as they team up against a different chopped judge in every round. The grand prize is up to $75,000 for a charitable cause and the title of Chopped Champion. Plus, the show will welcome a surprise VIP guest. You won't want to miss it. The Chopped Military Salute Tournament gets underway tonight at 8 on Food Network and each Tuesday night until the grand finale on May 23rd. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and, of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. It's time for the comeback kid to fulfill his prophecy. Emmy-winning comedian John Mulaney is back for his third Netflix stand-up special, John Mulaney, Baby J, and this time he's getting personal. Mulaney's personal life has been in the news lots as of late with his time in rehab, divorce, and new baby with Olivia Munn causing lots of chatter. Here's a little tease where he discusses none of those things. And as you process and digest how obnoxious, wasteful, and unlikable that story is, just remember, that's one I'm willing to tell you. And I'm sure he has plenty more to tell. You can see them all on Netflix, where John Mulaney, Baby J, is streaming now. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following beloved SNL characters did John Mulaney create? Stefan, Miss Rafferty, or Gilly? Get out your best Ed Hardy-looking shirt. It's Stefan. Mulaney actually co-created the character with Bill Hader, who played the gay New York City correspondent who knew all the happening spots for everyone to hit on their trip to the Big Apple. Stefan got his start in a 2008 sketch alongside Ben Affleck, but he went on to make frequent appearances on Weekend Update with Seth Meyers. Mulaney admitted that he would switch out the cue cards right before Hader would get on stage so that there'd be new jokes to make Hader break character. 
Well, that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.